Hey everyone, this is Elon from Base Engine, and today we are introducing to you episode 7 of Base Engine Radio. I'm over here with my lovely co host, Ram Nicola. And what are we going to be talking about today? See, what we'll be talking about is your number one asset. And this is for all of those that are in business, whether you're an owner, you're an investor, or whatever you may be, you work in a business, we're talking about the number one asset that you have, which is your customers. Yeah, you know, and those lists. So yeah. you want to define what the customer lists are exactly? Like? Yeah, so you can think of it as traffic that you've earned or that you own. And this comes in many different forms. Uh, say, for instance, I opt into a discount yeah. and I get on your email list. Um, that's a direct way that you can communicate with me yes. as, a, as, a pro- as a customer, as a pros- uh, prospective customer user. Texting, SMS lists, or yeah, another popular thing that I see going on right now. Yeah. yeah, so um, just being, having a system to, to text directly to your users, your yeah. supporters, your customers, um, about any updates or really even direct communication that you can even just talk to them about for anything, feedback, and so. So it's, it's uh, people that were either your former customers or future prospects that will do this. Yeah, that's kind yeah of it it's is. a good way to think of it. You know, so it's like it's it's anyone on the email list, text list, messenger list, maybe even call list if you're a B2B business, you have phone numbers, you know, so just any of those assets where you have your information, your customers that you can uh, re-engage yeah. with them and follow up with. That's direct what, communication. That's what it sounds like. Because, yeah. you know, that follow up is really nurturing. I know uh, graphic notes has a lot. The money's made to follow up, and if yeah. you don't follow up, people forget. Right. You know, right. So that's kind of the value of it. And that's why we wanted to um, bring it up to you, and that's why we're kind of talking about this. Is, right is making sure for any of you that are in business is that you really understand that the people you do business with isn't just the people that bought from you today. It's the people who bought from you in the future and people who are, bought, who are going to buy from you in the in, oh, bought from you in the past and people are going to buy from you in the future. Right. We'll slip up. You know, so it's just like managing those lists so that you can perfectly like optimize and maximize all those opportunities, you know, so nothing slips through your cracks. Yeah, and if there's one thing, uh, I feel that this is an, an essential part of the mm-hmm. customer experience yeah. for business, yeah. for uh, any product or service. Mm-hmm. And so, what does this actually look like to you, Romney, mm-hmm. before someone is generating the list, generating yeah, yeah. traffic that they earn or own? Um, would you be able to kind of describe that situation to me a little bit? Yeah, I think uh, I think we can start by talking about that customer experience you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Like every single customer experience should be unique because every mm-hmm. customer is different, right? You know, so the thing about um really tailoring to each customer is that it becomes a, it can become a little overwhelming when you have you know a bunch of hundreds of people, you know, like any normal business would have that they have to engage with. You know, having these lists allows you to like kind of organize and kind of not get overwhelmed by all this information right. and keep track of like. Oh, this like this segment of people um, have these values. We need to speak to them this kind of way. We need to target our marketing. We need to target target our language when we make follow up emails and calls around this versus like another segment. So it's kind of like designing that uh, experience based on the different segments of the list. Right. You know, that's kind of how I'm thinking about it. Okay. You think I'm missing from asking that question? I would say a big thing for people to try when it comes to understanding traffic they control yeah. or um, own, uh, such as an email list that you're kind of describing here in the yeah. customer experience, is that there is traffic that you do not control yes, and that's traffic true, that's true. that you 
Okay, let's kind of break this down. So we're, we're talking about traffic you earn and, and own. So this is like having a list, a customer yes, list that you can list, respond to. Your list that you've captured through your efforts. And the two other areas are traffic you, can, you control through paid advertising and uh, joint ventures, partnerships, and whatnot with other yeah, sources. Yeah, because you can control that like on and off. Yeah. And stop and turn on. It's kind of like having a deal with some yeah. type of system yeah. uh, or person. Yeah, and if you have tracking, you can also track all those efforts. Yeah, we can talk a little bit more about that too, actually. Yeah. And the other area is traffic you don't control. So this is actually, if a good example would be like being on a social media network. Yes. Or, uh, yeah, just posting on social con media is a great way. Con content, I mean, any, um, actually any like older form advertising as well, like, you know, billboards, you know, direct mail. It's like those are things that you can't exactly track. Well, it that's traffic that you can, like, it, that's kind of traffic you control though. Oh, I see. You know yeah, I mean? Because fair. you're actually putting money into yeah, yeah. which uh, for, let's say, um, wholesalers. I see. You have a I list yeah, and yeah. you pay a certain amount for that That's list. a good clarification. Now, if you have a bandit sign, yes, yes. that's, I mean, that's, I feel like, uh, a kind of an argument there. Where you can, like, <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, you can see You don't how, control like, that traffic. Like, right. yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, if you're a wholesaler, there's a little example for you right there. <laughs> but I feel like that's a common thing uh, with a lot of people was like, mm -hmm. when you have a list, you don't want to come off spammy and you don't want to like over communicate anything. So you, yeah, and people actually will overlook this. I was actually talking to someone recently, mm -hmm. but um, like they actually have a list. And so yeah, yeah. if they're trying to promote a new product, I'm just like, whoa, whoa. The first mm -hmm. thing you should do is just communicate to the people that yeah. have already opted into your product. That's, that's true. Because they already bought once, they're yeah. more likely to buy again, right? Yeah, yeah. So that that's a good way to kind of describe um, this before situation, you know? Yeah, I mean? there's like, there's a lot of opportunity, but there's also like some risk if you were to over communicate. Yeah. Like, the goal is really just to nurture the relationship, really. You know, just have like that, that solid balance and then keeping on track. Keeping on yeah. track with all that, keeping really consistent mm -hmm. with all of it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So for you now, how would you say this situation would look like for someone that is uh, having traffic barren? What could they do with it? Yeah, man. From right from like opt-in. Yeah. Maybe how they could opt-in, and then like the experience that they you can now control with the value ladder, with the customer experience, with yeah. tracking, with everything. I like that. I think I like that. I think um, I think that the first thing is really um. Having a strong backend system to really maximize all that stuff before you even like, either before you start like yeah. engaging these people, before you start capturing information, it's saying making out like a strong plan of what you're gonna do. And let's say you already have a list, you already developed it, it's then like before you try to expand your efforts, is like kind of go back and take a step back real quick and see what exactly are you gonna do with this. Um, but it's information, like how you're gonna capture it, how you're gonna keep track of everything, mm -hmm. how you're gonna stay organized. Because, you know, I talked about it just in the previous point is that uh, easy to get overwhelmed, mm -hmm. right? So, so I think that the very first step, very actionable, is making sure that you either have like a strong CRM in place, mm -hmm. or maybe like some other kind of list. You know, like I don't know, like different different people can do it differently. Some people don't yeah. really like using CRM. Yeah, like, Physical, yeah, yeah, they have physical paper, they have spreadsheets, they just keep it all in the autoresponder, yeah. email, email kind of software. And it just whatever you your preferred method is, I personally recommend CRMs. You know, HelpSpot's completely free for the base. Is 
using um using that to keep track of everything, mm -hmm. and then from there to kind of make those like flows and follow-up plans. Mm -hmm. and that's and that system, you know, that's mm -hmm. kind of what I'm thinking. You have anything to add to that, Elon? Yeah. So I feel uh, another thing to kind of add on that layer yeah. of communication. Um, you know, one thing I I've been researching this. We talked about it like for my class, mm -hmm. uh, for my research proposal in your oh, yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. So like the role, the role of privacy is a big thing when it comes to user experience, customer experience. I think that, oh, okay. you know, Absolutely. keeping this in mind uh, from a, the consumer's point of view, and then you as a business or, or influencer or whatever service provider, I think it's really important to just keep in mind uh, the awareness they have about you know they give you their information yes. you don't want to come off in such a way where like it's super salesy like we're, we're just trying to exploit the hell out of you you know you kind of you yeah. kind of want to make sure you're building rapport during this yes. uh, you're showing that you care yeah you want to yeah. show that you actually care and you're actually you know willing to help them get more of a lively experience that uh, they opted into you yeah. for the first place so I think when you're sending like your follow-up messages, yeah. you're sending out an email list, uh, you know, you're essentially just nurturing that relationship, Yeah, you say? Yeah, because like you should be, we're talking about valuing that list, but since you value that list, you gotta provide them value, you know, you can't just take advantage of it. You know, that's, that's that's my personal opinion and kind of our philosophy is like, we don't even call follow-up sequences follow-up sequences, we call them value sequences, because every single point of follow-up should be another opportunity for you to provide value to them and for you to even get more data about them so you can more custom tailor that a customer experience to go through, you know, and custom tailor that value sequence from then forth and, you know, really speak directly to them and showcase that you can align with their values right now. Well, I feel like this is a great segue now for the solution part of the video. Yeah. Um, so now we've talked about the different types of traffic, the three forms of traffic, yes. traffic you earn, traffic you control, traffic you don't control. And now we kind of talked about uh, how it looks like for someone to be using this stuff after. And That's right. now we, we're kind of getting into the, the first part of our solution, which is nurture. Yes. And uh, having like a certain area that we, you know, we prefer and recommend using the CRM. And uh, would you want to kind of just expand a little bit more on managing your list uh, yeah. and providing value in different Different forms. Yeah. For us, I know that's something we always try to think about how we can start. How can you provide more value? Yeah, like, different content. Yeah, yeah. go off. Yeah, because like, yeah, we were talking about the first step really is just like having that kind of CRM in place, and, you know, but let's say you already have that in place. The first step would be developing out that nurturing plan, you know, like, okay, like, let's, let's review all of our, let's review all the content that we have, let's review everything that we offer, and let's, let's see how can we provide value to people for you to completely free or for an extremely low cost because you know let's say you're a realtor you know your, your top service is gonna be you rep either representing them to sell the home or them being a buyer with you mm. you know that's a very high ticket thing that's hard for someone to jump in if they've never heard of you before they just yeah. entered your list a week ago right so this case is what it does happen that's true but for 95% of those transactions you know you have to you have to nurture that relationship a little bit more. So there's different ways you can provide value. Some examples are, you know, you can kind of, con if you don't have content, you can content hack what's already going on in the industry. You can see what the top realtors are doing. Like, let's say they have like PDF guides, you know, they have, they have infographics, they have all this kind of stuff to help make the, the buyer more educated. And, you know, we built around this ultimate sales machine by Chet Holmes, really good book, is that, you know, you want to you wanna educate 
your buyers, you are educating a marketplace so that they can become a better buyer. You know, and since you provided them that education, they're more likely to, you know, trust you. You develop that authority, you develop that trust, and then eventually down the road, they either do business with you or they first want to do business with you. Right. You know, so it's like kind of a win-win. So kind of, I think, easy way to start is how can you educate the marketplace? How can you educate the list and you provide the value in that way if you are in that kind of industry? Yeah. Where, like it's, you can't really provide discounts or like kind of those package offers, right, you know, especially right. in real estate, which is pretty common. You know, yeah. Yeah. that's that, that's that's my perspective. But you want to go on a, the second thing that they can do? Yeah. Uh, what's the second thing? The second thing is uh, managing the ah, list. the managing the list, <laughs> of course. Yes. Yeah. So keeping in mind that the goal is to convert the traffic you don't control, traffic you control, and the traffic you own and earn. Yes. So when you're managing your list, and we were actually just talking about this, our, our like goal right now is to, to, to outreach to a thousand people a day. And so it's like, how do we, and then I brought up the point, like how do we keep that conversation going from six months from now, you know, yeah. uh, to a year, you know, to two years, long-term, from short-term to long-term, how do we keep our list that we, we, we reach out to, this is cold, but uh, still, the same thing still applies to a warm or hot audience for people that have already opted in. It's like, all right, how do I keep engaging with my audience um, through text, through uh, email. email? And I feel, you know, managing your list, I feel that you should still supplement all of your communication still with traffic you control, you don't control, because it still builds that top of mind awareness. And um, it also- Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, yeah top, so top of mind awareness, it, so, Apple is a good example, I feel mm -hmm. like right now, um, iPhone 11, uh, nothing different, nothing too new, but when they have their marketing go out for the new phone, boom, it's it's in your ads, boom, someone else has it, I referral, see. I see. boom, yeah. someone else refers it, oh yeah, the camera's great, boom, email list, oh wow, yeah. my, I seen it on the, the app store, so it's just being on the top of yeah, the mind. Yeah, being for, omnipresent. Exactly. Um, so, Managing your list, you still want to provide valuable content on all your platforms, of course. Yeah. Um, CRMing, knowing where they are in your sales cycle, um, segmenting and putting them in certain buckets of communication. Maybe they're better suited for a certain angle uh, for your brand, and so maybe their sequence uh, might be a little different compared to someone that's really engaged with their brand yes that's um, true. and so uh, being able to manage your list is kind of being like being able to manage your time in a way uh, you just want to know how um, each user or prospect can be best engaged with yeah. and so you can do this in a variety of ways and uh, like we said again CRM is probably one of the best ways to do it for us right now yeah. but um, that's actually something we're still looking to figure out yeah uh, CRM plus like integration with software so yeah it's like so it has like reporting that can sent to us, you know, mm -hmm. so just so we're able to stay really consistent and really stay on top of this relationship. Right. And that kind of goes into like the third point, which is developing out that system for yourself so that you can stay consistent with any new initiative and new efforts that you might put into place with your business, you know? Mm -hmm. Like doing this, like making custom tailored customer experiences for every single type of person you engage with isn't easy, you know? Like it's not yeah. easy, it isn't easy to actually do. It's only harder to do, really. So it's really just like really taking enough time to really plan that up, plan that, you know, strategize. Okay, so we're going to um, we're going to capture the information. We're going to develop out our list. We're going to capitalize on the list we already 
had from our past years of doing business. And we're going to um, we're gonna follow up them in these ways. Let's say this like every let's say for example, this is just an example structure you can follow. Let's say um, every single person on the list gets the same type of um, same email first or same call. And then after that, based on how they engage with us, then you can segment from there. Mm -hmm. So every single point of follow-up is then a further opportunity for you to collect more data and optimize. But first, just like really starting out with that first layer. It's kind of like that same concept with um, myself when I code. You know, this is advice I give to like anyone who like develops software is um, when you develop something, a new project, you know, you have some base information, but you kind of just need enough to just get that first layer and like test that, and then you can optimize from there. So that's kind of like the methodology I think that is um, the easiest to implement with making customer experiences and you know leveraging those lists and staying on on top of that system, you know, yeah. and then also like implementing reporting so you can easily see what's going on and everything, you know, and you can do that depending on the CRM you use or you use some third-party integration, something like that, you know. So it's those really two pieces there. That's what that's that's kind of my advice for that uh, third point and so that's actual and you can kind of understand. Mm, great. And on the video, yeah. it'll probably be displayed somewhere on here. So that'll be easy to see kind of yeah. like what we just talked about. Yeah. And so with that being said, um, I'll give a brief summary of everything we talked about. Perfect. And we can kind of wrap it up. Yeah, so first, first we spoke about um, how, would it look, how would it would look like for someone before having their email list, their own yes. list of users or prospects that they can reach out to. Um, well, the first thing is that, you know, you aren't dealing with traffic you earn or own, so you don't have that direct communication system. Uh, what it looks like for someone after? Well, I mean, now you have a way to not only receive feedback, but to actually build more rapport and build that relationship with you uh, and the customer uh, or supporter in yeah. the customer experience. And deliver more value, yeah. you know, become omnipresent and come exactly. from multiple angles, you know and have that top of mind awareness, yeah. which is ultimately what you want for uh, our solution, which is um, being able to have all those those two types of traffic and convert it to traffic you earn and you have owned. So with that being said, thank you for your time and yeah. consideration. I hope you guys enjoy these little podcasts we're putting together. Um, you can expect a lot more amazing content yeah. in 2020. Yeah. Any final remarks from you? Oh, that's all. I mean, yeah, I look forward to 2020. Well, this is uh, December 27th, right? Yeah, this, I guess yeah, this is the last podcast of, of the last podcast of the year. <laughs> of the decade in here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty funny. Episode yeah. 7, our favorite number. We know we just got new lights set up. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy. You know, we're going to work on Sunday, just yeah. make a whole bunch of different content. So that's something to look out for on LinkedIn, on Instagram, Facebook, all those different channels, even TikTok. Mm -hmm. You know, just make, just what do you develop our own system that we're kind of like following that same methodology I just told you about, like kind of really like getting, like making a plan for at least that first land and optimizing from there. So exactly. we'll share you that journey as we, as we go through it, you know, yeah. once we build up our content system, you know, and make it in a way that's very easy to do while also focusing on all like the business tasks you have to do with like outreaching, you know, I know in real estate. You know, I met a guy that, that literally reached out to 700 people a day. You know, he did like 500 calls and then 300 of, 300 of in-person interactions. Mm -hmm. And I was just, I was impressed. Like a person like that who's working 16 hours a day doesn't have time to make content. So we're, ourselves, we're trying to have that same level of performance 
we're also developing content. So we try to develop systems and we'll be sharing with you our journeys as we go through it. You know, so thank you for listening to our podcast and I look forward to talking to you more in uh, 2020. Take care, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening. This is episode seven and stay tuned for our future episodes. Peace out.